Hello, everyone, and welcome to Angel Business Basics with SueEllisSoller.com, or <laughs> Sue Ellis Soller, sorry. Uh, it's 10 o'clock in the evening, and I'm getting this week's show done while I have the chance. It's been a crazy week for me. My little one has been sick, and so he's been home all week from school. So I've just been trying to get my work done in the, you know, in the bits and pieces of the day where, you know, he can play a little bit by himself and everything. And, you know, that's the funny thing about being an entrepreneur. Um, I really love the fact that I can stay home with my children. I don't have to worry about calling off or calling in sick or finding someone who can cover my shift or anything like that. And that's a wonderful part of it and something that I'm totally grateful for. Um, On the other hand, though, it is very much a part of an entrepreneur's kind of ideology or expectations. That's what I'm going to talk a little bit about today. But the expectations that we're always available to be working, that we're always going to have the time and energy to devote to our business, basically 24 hours a day, seven days a week, in some circumstances and situations. And when I first started out as an entrepreneur, when I first started, you know, really getting into creating blogs and websites and things for myself, I really was a little bit addicted to the process of it. And I would spend hours upon hours, you know, just perfecting some little portion of my website or really learning intensely how to do something. And I'm still doing that today. I mean, I get up, I read marketings and marketing uh, um, articles on the internet and I look at a whole bunch of other different things. Right now I'm learning how to work with Udemy or Udemy. I forget how to pronounce that, but it's an online course building system. So that's really cool and I'm excited about it. And But with all of this technology and this learning curve and everything, I mean, I still have to learn how to to edit videos that I'm doing. Right now, all my videos are pretty much raw, first take, (laughs) no editing or cutting or anything like that. Uh, And it's something that I want to learn how to do, but there's only so many hours in the day. And I'm trying to create a more balanced life for myself because I want to be here for my children. My daughter, unfortunately, when I was in America, I spent a lot of evenings that I should have been spending with her. I spent them learning. I spent them in university and trying to get a degree so that I could get a better career. And then I ended up moving out of the country and didn't even use my degree really at all. And so, you know, sometimes I look back and see that as time wasted, that I I really would have preferred spending with her. And I don't want to make the same mistake with my boys. They're young now. One is five and one is seven. And so I really want to be able to fully be present for them. And at the same time, here I am building this business. And this business is, you know, part of me. It's almost like my fourth child because it's something that I really care about. And I want to see it grow and I want to see it prosper. 
And I want to put a lot of time and effort into it. But I have to balance that. I have to find a place where I can balance that. And one of the things that I have to do really is double check my expectations of myself. You know, can I really do in a specific time frame what I have set out to do? Or do I need to reel in my expectations a little bit and go at a slower pace, but something that allows me to have more balance in my life? And right now, I am finding that I am more content with the slower pace and working on things, you know, learning as much as I can and absorbing as much as I can, but also getting away from the computer and being all right with taking an afternoon off or not answering my emails for, you know, 18 to 24 hours. Oh, my gosh. You know, so because the expectation that I'm always there and that I'm ever present and with the Internet being so 24 hours a day, seven days a week, with me living in a time zone that's, you know, six hours ahead of the East Coast and nine hours ahead of the West Coast, it really kind of throws me off as far as timing is concerned sometimes, too. But at the end of the day, I have to adjust my expectations of myself, of what I can do in a specific in a specific time frame, and, you know, what I will achieve with my business. It's kind of funny. Um, I posted a an article the other day that I saw that somebody else had posted, um, McKenna Johnston had posted it on her site. And it was basically, you know, kind of poking at the fact that when you are an entrepreneur, somehow we've gotten this mindset, if you're not making six figures, then you're failing somehow. And if you're not making multiple six figures, if you've been at it for a month and you're not, you know, pulling in 30000 a month, then there's something wrong with you. And there's this real distortion of the expectations that are out there. There's a real distortion of what the goals that we have are. And there's a real distortion in what we can conceivably achieve. You know, there are people out there who will kind of preach to you. You know, there there are a lot of people out there who have this million-dollar recipe for you to be able to, you know, launch something within two weeks and make a million dollars and continue doing this, and then you're a multi-seven-figure person, and yet you don't have a website set up yet. Hmm. You know, what's what's the reality of this goal? And is this goal really something that you feel you can accomplish? Now, I'm not saying that you can't accomplish it, and I'm not saying that it's not an awesome goal to have. What I am saying, though, is some of us are really realizing, like, I would really like to make six figures, and I won't lie about that. Um, but I know it's probably not going to happen this year unless I'm really lucky, unless I push really hard, unless I get all of this stuff created in a, in a really viable way that I'm working on right now. But I'm not going to kick myself in the butt over that, um, that 
you know, failure in some people's eyes. Ooh, you're not making six figures yet, but you're an entrepreneur and you, you know, you gave up your day job and everything. That's another thing I want to talk about just really briefly is there is no shame in being able to pay your bills and feed yourself while you're building your own small business. And so having a bridge job during the time that you're working to, you know, get everything set up, get your foundation set up, start your marketing, get all your content created and everything like that, and start attracting clients. Um, it's actually, you know, for a lot of people who rely on their income to pay for their necessities, it's something that they really need to do. And there's no shame in keeping your job while you're busy building your dream life. Um, when you get to the point where you can leave your job, you're going to be so much happier than if you just cut everything off and end up in a lot of debt and doubting yourself and really kind of putting yourself in a position where you can't take care of your basic necessities. So unless you have some money put aside where you can live, you know, three to six months, I won't even say three to six months, let's scratch that and put, you know, one to two years. Because in some situations, that's how long it's going to take for you to really develop all of the content and your offers and your marketing plan and everything so that you will start to earn some money. And, you know, at the beginning of your business, you're really going to be investing a lot of money back into your business. You should be really accounting for things like marketing. That should be about 10% of what you receive from your services should go back out to marketing. There are always systems that you need. You know, you need to consider about hosting. You need to consider about how you're going to um, purchase your website, domain name. There are certain things that are really awesome to have, like MailChimp automation, which will run you $10 per month, which is, you know, completely reasonable. Another thing that I use is that Acuity scheduling, which is really cool. You can plug it right into your um, web page, and then people can make their own appointments on your web page. Um, to get the vendor one-person account for that is $10 per month. But I think it's really worth it because it can collect payments for you. It can send out emails and this and that and the other thing. So I think that's another thing is that people have this expectation that they're going to throw this amazing website together in a month with a bunch of content that's already created in there that's not been created yet. And that is going to be free to do all this. And so the expectation is really, really far from reality in many cases when people are planning out their businesses. And I don't want to say this in a way that's going to try and turn you off to things or put you off or anything like that. What I'm trying to say is there's the reality of building a business and it costs a little bit of money at the outset. If you want to get a nice, you know, um, responsive, beautiful-looking website created for you by someone, you know, that's going to run you upwards of 1500 You know, I would say 
minimum, you know, well, average minimum, you know, there are some people out there who do websites for a lot cheaper than that. Um, Part of it is you're not going to get the same design quality. Well, I won't say design quality because I, I did work with one woman who did a fantastic job, fantastic, for 200 bucks. And so she did a really wonderful job. After I worked with her, though, I needed a lot more functionality. I needed some design elements created for me. I needed, you know, something a little bit more robust. And so I had to go with somebody kind of a step up from that. But you can get a basic website created for you from 300, you know, 100, 300. It just depends on who you go with. But make sure you go with somebody who's reputable, who has a good reputation, who comes to you through word of mouth, advertising, you know, somebody who's somebody you know has worked with and had a good result with. Because I hear far, far, far too many stories of people who either pay for a website and then the person walks off with their money, which is not so great, or a person I know recently, you know, kind of didn't know how to do a little bit of background coding, and so the person ended up changing the look of their website and then all of the the custom coding that this person did to make the website more functional got lost in the change. And so you really want to make sure that you're working with somebody who knows what they're doing because if you're paying on an hourly rate, or an hourly basis, and somebody destroys all the work that they've done, then you end up owing a little bit more money or a lot more money, depending on you know how ethical the person is that you're working with. And so you really want to go with somebody who you trust, who comes really highly recommended, and who you've seen their work and you think it fits with what you're doing. So I went off on a tangent there, kind of um, just with the expectations as far as cash cash flow is concerned, because a lot of people think, too, that they're going to get this money and they're going to be making this money and they're not going to have to pay anything out. And there are monthly fees that I just know that I'm going to have to pay. At a certain point in time, I'm going to want to hire an accountant to be, or a bookkeeper of some sort to be tracking all of my income and my outgo in a more organized way than what I do. And that's just a part of growth. That's just a part of having a business and tracking it and taking care of it. And there are costs associated with that. Like I said, uh, some of the things that I do also are take some classes and that the the money that you pay for classes can be deducted from your taxes usually. I know in Austria it can. I know in America it can. I'm not really sure about everywhere, but, you know, in Austria or in the United States, I think also, you know, um, the cost of your decks can be deducted. So if you're a reader and a deck collector, which so many of us are, then some of your decks can be deducted. Your printer ink, your printers, your internet, Um, Your phone, if you have a dedicated business phone, let's see, what else? Business cards, of course, flyers, and then all these services that you get, like 
like your MailChimp subscription, like your Acuity scheduling subscription, like your web design person. Those things, those costs can be deducted as well. So, and even the cost of your accountant, which is really nice. So, okay. So those, you know, you kind of want to expect that you're going to be putting money into your business as well. And when you're first starting out, that's a little bit hard sometimes to stomach or to handle because when the money is not coming in but it's going out, that that can make for a little bit of conflict within you. And that's why I say to you, you know, keep your day job if you need to because there's nothing wrong with being able to pay your bills and have lighting and everything like that. So, And you only get your deductions like once a year and they're deductions, they're not cash back. So that's something to keep in mind as well. So speaking of expectations and everything, I think it's important really to sometimes to scale your expectations to the reality of your situation. And like I was talking about before, I mean, there are gurus. I'm using that term with my fingers up, making quotes, who claim that they can get people making 10000 a month within the first six months or whatever, or within a month of working with them. They don't guarantee these things, but they're saying this is a possible outcome. Then, but that isn't the reality for many people. For many people, the first year is going to be a little bit of a struggle in making money. You're going to be really getting your name out there. You're going to be defining your niche. You're going to be really working on getting people to know who you are. And so you have to have your expectations in line with that especially your income expectations. You know, and ultimately, it's one of those things where even the books that I'm reading are evolving and changing because, you know, at one point in time, I would have been like reading Thinking Grow Rich. I would have been reading a bunch of stuff that's just, you know, kind of money, 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 money. And those books are really good for learning kind of the mindset, for learning that, you know, tenacity and for learning to keep going no matter what and not to give up. But I think that there's this expectation that goes along with some of them that when you're doing this work, you're going to open these floodgates of wealth. And I will say that I'm not going to say that don't do that because I really do think that there's that work that needs to be done, that inner work that needs to be done that's going to prepare you or put you in a better place to receive abundance in your life. As many of us light workers know, it can be hard for us to ask for money for what we're doing, especially if we're working in healing, if we're working you know, if we're sensitive people, many of us are sensitive people, many of us have problems saying no to people, and so many of us have really big, soft hearts, and we're more, we have more of a tendency to give and being uncomfortable with receiving, and so that can be kind of an issue that some of these books will really help you address and to get over 
I love Barbara Stani's books. You know, Overcoming Under Earning is one of hers. Uh, Secrets of Six-Figure Women is one of hers. And then I'm reading Sacred Success right now. That's one of hers that I really enjoy because she really teaches you how to do the inner work. And there are some gurus out there who are going to tell you to spend a lot of money that you don't have. Oh, just spend the money. Oh, just sign up for this program. I had one of these. I almost got... Um, I don't even know how to put it. But, you know, it's just like, oh, sign yourself up for these courses because if you want it bad enough, you're going to come up with the money somehow. And, you know, I was like, yes, I want it so bad. I'm going to come up with the money somehow. And then, you know, I told my husband about it. I hid it from him that I had spent this money because it was almost $10,000 to work with this person. And it would have been all due in two months. So it would have been 5000 a month that we would have had to pay her. And I just watched my husband, you know, try so hard to rearrange our books to, you know, kind of make this money materialize. And I thought, wow, this is so stressful. I wasn't sleeping. I felt horrible. I felt like I was taking food off of the table, which actually I was by signing up for the stupid, crazy, expensive course. And, you know, you get these stars in your eyes and you get this excitation and you get this, I want to achieve success at whatever cost it is. And then when the reality of it hits you, the cost is going to be that we're not going to be able to eat. We're going to go in debt. My husband is going to be stressed out for two months. And if I don't get, you know, the results that I hope to get from this two months, then there's going to be this, like, horrible thing hanging over me. This, oh, my gosh, you just blew $10,000. And so I'm going to tell you right now, one of the most intelligent, one of the most really impactful things that I've learned in the past year from just kind of shifting who who I'm reading and what I'm focusing on is don't spend more money than you have. That's just silly. You know, there's a point to being optimistic and there's a point to stressing yourself out and, you know, kind of hurting yourself in the long run over money. And, I really think that it's much more, it's much better for you and your money mindset to, you know, play within what you have, what you can spend, what you can afford to spend, and to not make these outrageous monetary stretches to a guru who's going to tell you whatever they can to get your $10,000. And... I'll just say, no, 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 don't ever do that. You know, take my advice. And for some people it might work. But I know that I saw people who were spending this 10000 to get in this group program and then they were spending an additional 5000 to get to sit down with this person for a day. And if you have that kind of money to spend on it, like I said, if you have it, go right ahead, knock yourself out. But if you don't have it, you're going to stress yourself out so much by overextending yourself, by putting yourself into debt. When you could actually work 
you know, consistently on building, you know, one step at a time. You don't have to dive off the deep end first thing. And, you know, really kind of make sure that you're creating your goals for yourself once a month because you're going to, by by working today, you're going to build your business up tomorrow. So work hard today or smart because it doesn't have to be hard work. What I do, I love. You know, getting in, in here and doing these Block Talk radio shows, I love. I love doing this. You know, doing things like helping out in my um, Angel Business Basics group, I love. I love going in there. I love the energy. I love helping people out. I love to help them feel more confident and more secure. And that's why you want to get a career or, you know, start a small business that you love because then, you know, you're going to make the time to be there. It's not going to feel like a burden. You're going to treat it like it is your fourth child or your second child or your first child or whatever if you don't have a child. But, you know, it's going to be something that's really important that you're going to want to spend time in. And if you you know, if you create something that really you have unhealthy or unrealistic expectations, you're going to start avoiding it. And it's not going to be fun. It's not going to have that appeal to sit down every day and put, you know, your all into it. And that's what your business is going to need. It's going to need your all for that moment. Whatever you have to give to it, you know, Leonie Dawson, I talk about her sometimes. Um, she's a fabulous mentor leader in our area in the business world. And she calls it riding the wild donkey. And it's just like, you know, you take half a day, you get a sitter or a nanny or, you know, I take advantage of the times when my kids go to Germany and see their grandparents. And... You know, I'm home by myself. My daughter is at school, and I just sit here and put everything I have into it. Or when my kids are at school during the day, and I'm working on, you know, updating blog posts or being active in my social um, social media sites and everything like that. It's really, you know, kind of that effort that I put into it today, that love that I put into it today. That's what's showing, and that's what I'm building my business with. And it's starting to take off, you know, and I really did need about three years to really kind of figure out where I was headed and what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it. And now that everything has kind of clicked, I feel like I'm better able to set goals for myself. I'm better able to, you know, express, ha, 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 or communicate, you know, all these ideas and, you know, get in front of my target audience and really connect with them. And, you know, I understand their problems and their situations and their frustrations. And I understand how to answer those questions for them and how to help them out. And one of the things, though, that I really am a firm believer in is this organic growth, slow growth. I mean, to me, it's kind of like organic food and slow food. It's, you know, kind of rejecting that fast, hyped, you know, over-sensationalized nothing. You know, they call it 
food, P-H-O-O-D, you know, and the, the foodies call it that. But, you know, it can be the same in business, too, you know, where you want to really focus on organic growth. You want to focus on, you know, relationship building. You want to focus on SMART goals, which are specific, they're measurable, they're achievable, they're relevant to your overall vision, and they're time-bound, you know. And so you want to you wanna be able to have these goals that you achieve that are realistic and that you continually build your confidence with. You know, and it took me a long time to grasp this because I was really, you know, I was, like I said, I was dazzled by, you know, the the seven figures. Six figures, multiple six figures in one month, in you know, and really thinking that was something that I was, you know, going to achieve. When and then when I stepped back from everything, I just thought, wow, I don't need all that. You know, I sat down the other day and I figured out kind of what money I wanted to have, what money I needed to have, and what I would like to have, and you know, ultimately. It's, you know, very low six figures, even if it is that. So, you know, that's what I'm shooting for right now. And when I get to the point where I'm writing more often or I get published or something like that, then I'm going to scale my expectations a little bit higher. But for now, where I'm at, just really kind of clicked with my niche and everything like that, I'm fine with smaller expectations with more achievable goals. So I hope that this has been a enlightening program for you. If you have any questions, feel free to email me at sue at com. You can find me on Facebook as well. And I also have the Angel Business Basics group on Facebook. So talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Möbelix halbiert den Preis. Jetzt große Küchenaktion bei Möbelix mit Planungsküchen bis zu minus 50% vom Herstellerlistenpreis. Inklusive Gratislieferung und Montage. Wow! Möbelix kostet fast nichts.